start with the big, big news in football right now. So we've got big trade. Zoom in here a little bit. We've got the Bears trading the number one pick to Carolina for the number nine, number 61 of first rounder next year, a second rounder in two years, and then DJ Moore. So from a card perspective, I think what we're, I, I don't know. I, I'm very torn on, I'm very torn on quarterbacks because it's really the only position you can, that has a lot of volume in terms of buying and selling for football. But at the same time, it's also like, if you're trying to buy any of these players long-term, you, you have a significant significantly higher chance of busting on an investment uh, than you would if you're switching to another sport. I mean, quarterbacks, they're always hyped up as like the next big thing, no matter what. Like it's rare that you see a quarterback come into the league and people don't like the quarterback. Um, it's, it's, it's rare that it's, it's rare that you're going to find a quarterback that people don't like, I guess is one way to put it. I think from my perspective, I don't necessarily know, especially buying rookie quarterbacks in their rookie year. That's got to be one of the most risky investments you can make. If you're flipping the cards, fine, that's good. But if you're buying them for the long term, like that's something I would almost avoid at all costs because like you're, I don't know what the, I, 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 I wonder if anybody has ever put out like a bust rate percentage, like of quarterbacks, but it has to be fairly high. I mean, especially first rounders, like, I mean, you look at like coming into this year, Trey Lance was like the guy and then he has one injury and then Jimmy Garoppolo has an injury and then you have Brock Purdy and Brock Purdy doesn't really have that many cards out, but his, his mosaic card is still selling fairly well, but like, you know, I don't know who's buying those cards. Like that's kind of the other thing that I'm thinking about. It's like, who's out here buying Brock Purdy cards? Who's out here buying Brock Purdy cards? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like I, I, there's no way that the 49ers have a Trey Lance and they start Brock Purdy over Trey Lance. Cause, and if they do that, then, then there's no way that they don't trade Trey Lance. But also from a, you know, if you're the 49ers and you have two quarterbacks that are good, like, why would you, unless you're getting like the first pick, like unless you're getting a high first round pick, there's no point in trading. There's no point in trading a Trey Lance to a team. That's like, there's no, cause then you have a backup. Cause it's like, I don't know. Also the other thing too, is like, I don't know how often quarterback injuries are happening, but like we obviously saw the 49ers had terrible luck this year when it came to their injuries at quarterback, like, you know, and it's, 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 it's very, I don't know if it's boom or bust. And I don't know if it's like, you should be, cause also the other thing is like, you look at the top tier quarterbacks. A lot of them were drafted pretty early in the first round. Like obviously Brady is the exception. Aaron Rodgers first rounder, Russell Wilson, I believe was a second or third rounder. Um, Trevor Lawrence, first rounder, Justin Herbert, first rounder to a first rounder. And, and then Justin Fields here. I think this is a, I think this is a boat of confidence for Justin Fields, as well as the fact that they're getting like a very established good player to a good weapon for Justin Fields to, to 
play with because like they did trade for like Chase Claypool. Um, unfortunately, they got rid of Allen Robinson over the past couple of years, so he would have been a pretty decent option there. But like, and maybe this is me having PTSD to be honest, because like the Patriot, the Patriots is my team, and they haven't drafted a good wide receiver like ever. Maybe like Julian Edelman they drafted, but like he wasn't supposed to be, he wasn't supposed to be a, a, what he turned into. You know, we drafted like a, and these names are probably people never heard of. People have heard of Nikhil Harry, but like he was supposed to be like the next guy for the Patriots and he stunk and then they got rid of him. He was injured the whole time. You know, there's, there's Malcolm Mitchell. There is Chad Jackson was a wide receiver that they drafted that turned out to stink. Like there's just been a bunch of wide receivers that the Patriots have drafted that turned out to be busts. And like I said, maybe this is me having PTSD from that, but like I would rather instead of trading or instead of drafting a player, um, and in this case, they weren't necessarily drafting a wide receiver probably at one, but like rather than using, you know, maybe even this number nine pick, for example, like why not trade this number nine pick for another, another good player? Like in my opinion, like, I just think that if you, and I, I'm not a GM or whatever, but in my opinion, I think that they should, you gotta, you should be trading draft picks for actual assets because, best case scenario is that draft pick that the person that you're drafting turns into as good as that asset is like, let's just say the bears. I don't know. I guess it, in this scenario, it's a little bit different because they, they also got DJ Moore, who I think is extremely like underrated when it comes to, uh, I know he was like a fantasy guy that everybody was really high on that. He, maybe he didn't really pan out as well as maybe he could have, but like, I just think that like you should be trading these high picks for players that are, you know, in, in scenarios, like the pick is going to turn into as good of the player as the pick is. So it's like, I would be trading picks or even trying to trade picks and maybe not get like a superstar, but like trade for other picks. And I, I think it was uh barstool big cat. He had the GM of the bears on, and he was like joking with them about trading all of these picks for just more picks. But it's like the Patriots have also done this in the past too. They love trading down, which like, I think, they have a, I don't know what it is about them. Like they have a good eye for certain positions and a really bad eye for other positions. But either way, I think, you know, the other big news that came out of the NFL was that Tua, they signed his fifth year option, which is wild that it's, we've already get to the point where the 2019 quarterbacks are signing fifth year options. You know, Joe, uh, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, um, uh, Jalen Hurts, another guy just playing, just played in the Super Bowl. All those 2019 quarterbacks are signing their fifth year options, or they're going to be signing, you know, extensions and we'll see what happens there. But it's like, it is, it's just crazy how quickly time passes that these players are already signing these, <laughs> they're already signing these contracts. Um, but the Tua thing, like, I, I, I am worried about Tua just from an injury perspective. Like, the injuries he had last year are, like, potentially, like, I don't know how you, you have, you have such a devastating concussion, and then you go out and get another concussion the same, like, two weeks later. It's like, I don't know how that doesn't affect you long-term or short-term. Like, sure, maybe he's recovered, but it's like, I mean, I never necessarily, I don't think I've had a concussion ever, but it's like, I can't imagine playing a contact sport like football and getting a concussion and like laying on the field with your hands all messed up or whatever. 
so I don't know. I mean, I think, like I said, with quarterbacks, when it comes to cards, I think there is a interesting perspective. Like when it comes to you're buying, you're buying potential, but the, sometimes the price of that potential is already baked into the, the, the price that it's already like upsell. Like it's already, you're already paying for, like you're already paying for the player to turn out in the end of their career to be like Aaron Rodgers or, you know, even Russell Wilson, like you're already, you're paying already for that player to be a superstar. So I think that's where quarterbacks are, can be a little bit dangerous and you got to sort of potentially watch out if you're buying any quarterback cards. Like it, it may be worth, like if you really like a guy and you know, they, you, it's a fifth or sixth round guy. They're on a team that like, could potentially make a quarterback change over the next year or so. That might be a guy that I would be more willing to buy than like a Justin Fields or you know Mac Jones, for example. Like these these quarterbacks who the price of their cards are already inflated because you know that's just what it is within sports cards. And you know I've had this take for a while when it comes to uh, when it comes to position players, uh, position player cards specifically. Like I've always thought it was strange that those position players never got the, they never got the love that I thought that maybe they deserve. And I don't know what it is. Like, I don't know why, like, you know, I think we are seeing a little bit of a shift, but I think it's like a shift that's going to come from new players rather than old players. Cause like you could go out and buy like, Emmett Smith, for example, or Barry Sanders, or, you know, even like a, um, a Lawrence Taylor, like players who are considered the best players at their positions. I mean, I guess I don't necessarily know if Emmett Smith is considered that, but like, you know, Barry, Barry Sanders, um, Lawrence Taylor, they're both players that are considered the best, the, the best player at that position of all time. You could go out and buy those cards for like, you could buy like multiple of them for the same price as if you're looking at like a Joe Montana. I mean, even you could compare Jerry Rice, Joe Montana, like Jerry, actually Jerry Rice may be a little bit different, but like still like you could, you could buy multiple, multiple cards of, of, um, of legends of position players compared to a quarterback. And you could even like mid-level quarterbacks, like you could probably buy multiple multiple position players for the same price as those quarterbacks, because that's just the way that that's just the way that the sports card market works. And is it, is it right? I mean, it's, it's what the market says. Um, I know that there's a lot of people that sort of have the same sort of sentiment within, within cards and within football cards, but you know, and I don't, I, I guess I don't necessarily know like what would have to change for there to be a change in the market for position players versus quarterbacks. Um, Justin Jefferson, I think is a player that has potential to change that. I mean, he's like, he's becoming sort of like the face of wide receivers when it comes to like players in the league right now. And I think like if you look at, I'm actually going to go to Card Ladder right now. Uh, let's open up um, and just look. Let's just, I mean, we can just compare players right now. Uh, let's go to Card Ladder. Uh, oops, do we want? Did I click on it? Yeah, I did. Hold on. Let me go back here. Share this tab. I just have to log in here. Um, 
I hope this is the password. Actually, no, I don't think that's right. I think it's the other email. But I do think that's the password. Yeah, it is. Okay, so we're gonna go. We're gonna go to card ladder. Uh, let's see. Let's. Can we make this larger on the screen here? Let's take a look. How is that looking here? Oh, you know what? Actually, let's just do this. Uh, we'll make that full screen. We'll go to boom. Um, compare. Um, Justin Jefferson Prism PSA ten. Um, and then let's just, I mean, I guess we can go Joe Burrow. Like, I, I don't know exactly who to compare here, but we're just going to look at like, who's another, um, uh, I mean, we could, I guess we could look at Justin Fields too. Justin Fields, PSA 10, maybe a little bit different. Uh, let's see. So yeah, I mean, comparing prices here, Justin Jefferson is essentially half the price as Joe Burrow. And that's over the past three months. I mean, I don't even really, I'm just going to keep it at three months. Cause like, I think if I, if I I'm going to go, I'm going to go like a year and these charts will be like pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, actually not even terrible to be completely honest, like Joe Burrow being at 300, like sure. And you lost 30% year over year, but like, I think even if you go to two years, it's probably a lot worse. Yeah. 65%. That's not great. Um, but okay. So like, let's look at, let's look at three months here in the past three months. And yeah, you look at pricing and Joe Burrow 219. I guess we could put Justin Herbert in here too, just cause Justin Herbert. Oh, Herbert. Is that how you spell it? Uh, PSA, PSA 10. I mean, even, I mean, I guess. This is a little bit closer here. Like Justin Herbert hasn't been like crazy in ju the Justin Fields, obviously, just because he's kind of part of the news. Actually, let's add Tua because he's been in the news as well. Tua. Mosaic, not a PSA 10. I think too, like I kind of had this conversation the other day when I was talking about, uh, when I was talking about, uh, John Morant, present PSA 10. Oh, wow. So that's even pretty way down farther. Um, actually, I guess it doesn't really matter. I mean, I can leave them in here, but like Tua dropped 50%, but like he got picked up. So it's like, I, I, I guess maybe, maybe I want to do two weeks Tua, Tua. I, I don't know. That's weird. That's because he even dropped more and he, now he's up because of this news probably, um, but just over the past two weeks, like, but still you look at like population report uh, from that 2020 product, like people are still, people are still grading that card. Uh, people are still, people are still grading the quarterbacks at almost, you know, I don't even know, I guess percentage, like, five times more, four times more. They're grading four times more of the quarterbacks versus like a Justin Jefferson. Oh, uh, let's see. So 2020 draft. Let's see who else we can like look at from that draft here. 
2020 NFL draft. Let's see. Chase Young, not a good example. I probably am not going to use him. Let's look at Henry Ruggs. Eesh, yikes. Jerry Judy, that's not even going to be close. Jalen Rager, not even going to be close. CeeDee Lamb, I guess that's maybe another player that we could use and just see where he's at. I bet you his is... Did I spell that wrong? No. Is there an extra E in there? Lamb? What am I spelling wrong here? Let's grab it from here. I don't... Maybe... Is he not in card ladder? What am I... What am I doing wrong here? Oh, because I need to put him in here. Yeah, even at 40, like, I'm just going to take out uh, Justin Fields so we can get the data here. I mean, even he's at less than half of what Justin Jefferson was compared to number of population. And I mean, price too, like $30, $40 for a C Lamb Prism PSA 10. Like, I don't know if this is telling of the product or the player or the market. Um, I think that these numbers do, I think that they make sense to be honest, like compared to where they might've been like, you know, a while ago, like, like I said, like, let's, unfortunately, let's go back to two years ago. CD lamb, hundred, he peaked at $150. And now he's sitting around 40. Um, so I just think overall, like these, the players, you're going to see like, you're going to see that people just want quarterbacks more. Um, but I also like, this is the thing that doesn't make sense to me in a way, because I look at these numbers, I look at these numbers and I think like, why wouldn't somebody, why wouldn't somebody spend $40 on a CD lamb if they like CD lamb? And I bet you Dak isn't even like crazy. Oop, I did it again. Let's look at Dak Prescott. 200. So like his price is very similar, but, and I think if you look at population, if you look at population of that DAC card, 13, almost 1400 compared to CD lamb, 600, I would say that there's definitely less DAC Prescott cards, even ungraded than there are, Joe Burrow, I mean, that 2020 present product was really where we saw like a pretty significant jump in the production of it. I think you look at market cap too. Like, I think all these numbers are interesting to look at. Uh, market cap, 1.28 million for, which essentially is price versus how many there are. Um, DAC, 200, 270K, CD Lamb, 28K. It's like, it's like though I, I, th these are the numbers that I look at that don't make sense to me when I'm comparing quarterbacks and position players for football, which is why ultimately, like I feel like there's going to be a shift at some point, but 
I don't know what it's going to take. I don't know when the shift is going to happen, why it's going to happen, because I thought it was going to happen over the past few years. And it may even, it may even be just the fact that like, I think we have seen a shift in the market overall, uh, which has maybe affected potentially what we could see from the pricing of these quarterback and position player cards. Like, you know, the, the drops in significant price over the past couple of years, maybe that's why we're not seeing the position position players because like people that are buying football cards they on their mind, they don't even have position players. Aren't even something that they have on their mind of card, a card that they would want to buy because like quarterbacks, if they were buying football, they were most likely buying quarterbacks and they dropped. So they dropped in price so significantly. They don't even want to think to go and buy a different player. But I mean, I guess maybe even we'll, this is one of the players I was talking about. Lawrence Taylor. See, I definitely didn't spell this right. Lawrence Taylor, PSA 10. I mean, that's, it is actually a little bit wild here, but there's also, where's that card? There's only 185. So also this card is probably a little bit out of, if you're buying football, I can't imagine you're buying this card most likely just because, but still you look at the, I mean, the market cap is almost the same for Burrow and Lawrence Taylor, and the Lawrence Taylor card right now is almost 6K. I mean, what? So I wonder where that was. A couple, it's seven. So it's still dropped about, <laughs> still dropped about 25%. But I mean, it's not like the 85, 85, 65, 67, 82, 75. I just think that, like, similar to prospects and rookies like nowadays i feel like you have to you should just be flipping rookies and not like investing in them if that makes sense like i think you you probably have to get to a point if you're buying rookies you should just be buying and selling them you shouldn't be holding them because like the value of holding them unfortunately isn't there just isn't any because like we've seen over the past few years, the significant drop in these cars. I mean, even, I mean, I think uh, also even like a Brady or like an Aaron Rodgers or any, even a superstar qu- quarterback has seen a pretty significant drop in their price over the past few years. I think there's just a readjusting of the market and we're, I think for the most part, we're up above the pre like COVID 2020 increase from like 2018, 2019, but obviously from that boom, we're down pretty significantly, which, you know, who, uh, there are, I don't know what the reasons are necessarily. Like, I don't know. And I don't think there's necessarily one reason. I think it's probably a lot. Like, I think when they hit those peaks, I think a lot of people probably sold, which when you get more sales that drops the price, I think also, you know, people aren't buying as much as they were maybe back then, or maybe people got into the market and they sold and they didn't really get back in with the money that they, the money that they sold. Like maybe they were buying and selling, but they weren't, they weren't, they were buying and selling, but the money that they were making, they didn't put back into cards. Potentially that could be one of the reasons why, but either way, I mean, I think the quarterback market in general is one that you should be looking at for flipping. And it's one that you should be keeping an eye on. If you're trying to watch data and figure out, like if you're new to football cards, it's one that you should keep an eye out for. But like over the next few years, like, I don't know if we're going to see 
I don't know if we're going to see a, a shift or if we don't see a shift. Like I said, I thought we were going to see a shift over the past few years, but maybe it was a there was a market correction. So like the shift couldn't happen because people just weren't buying. I don't know. Uh, I don't know there, like from that perspective, I'm not hundred percent sure like where the, like where that, where those expensive cards went compared to, and it could actually, to be honest, it could be that like, it could be just the market itself. Like, it could be a similar thing that happened with like the tops 2020 project where the market went up significantly, which led to more people buying the tops 2020 project. But what that led to was that the print run for tops 2020 project obviously was determined by how many people were buying the print runs for prism were done by Panini, but it's like there was already going to be an increase in that print run regardless. So like people bought into prism thinking it was going to be what prism was in 2017, 2018. But it turned out that like the 2019, 2020, 2021 prism wasn't as valuable because the market had shifted away from, or, or people were buying it because they were expecting it to be what the market was there. It was much more reactionary than maybe people thought it was going to be. So that I think that could be the reason why there was such a shift there.